0: I don't have much time, so I'm just gonna send you what I yeah, got, and
1: yeah. we'll
0: just—you can just see if there's anything in there. A lot of oh, it's yeah. probably just me screaming, so it won't go to use. But
1: uh, actually, that, that sounds perfect. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So-
0: <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> J- <laughs> <I'm
1: a jaguar. laughs> Welcome to the Drunken Jaguar. I am Bentley Brown joining you from Boulder, Colorado. Today we're over Zoom because our co-host Ased Hassan is on the East Coast. Ased, you had the delight of returning. Actually, you've never never been there before. (laughs) True, yeah. Ased, you just went to Jacksonville for the game. Wow. Tell us about it.
0: Oh man, it was honestly one of the better experiences of my life, and it started out pretty rough morning, you know, I drank a lot the night before, I'm on vacation, we're here in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, it's about two and a half hours away from Jacksonville, so I was pretty hungover, making the drive down there, I even had to pull over and have, have my girlfriend drive couldn't do it and honestly I wasn't very pumped for the game until you know you enter the city see the stadium and everything changed it was just what an experience from where from the second I walked into it's a beautiful stadium obviously I've never been there so I loved it man it was it was crazy
1: and Jaguars fans everywhere it was great to see just great wow. to see I can't even imagine so you guys from Hilton Head which is North Carolina South Carolina. South Carolina, South Carolina. Yep. You drove straight down to Jacksonville for the game. Did you spend the night after the game or did you drive? We didn't, back? Okay. we drove back. Yeah. Okay. But on
0: complete like adrenaline. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was pumped up. I started clapping, like saying, let's, let's fucking go every um, maybe 10 minutes. And Emma
1: was like, uh, what are you doing? I was pumped in the car. I was get, very pumped. You get pulled over and the cops like, do you know why I pulled you over? You're like, yeah, because you just beat the f-ing Colts one, man. <laughs> Sir, please step out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's another story for another time. So you, you, you're you're arriving in Jacksonville. I guess I guess, I'm guessing your impression is like, isn't it kind of like marshy, and then there's like big bridges, like the Dames Point Bridge. Was that the impression before you arrived downtown, or
0: yeah? So like right when we entered the city, there was um, not the best part that we're driving through right now. Yeah, that was about it. But once we got, you know, closer to the city and stuff, it it was beautiful. Saw the, what is that, the St. John's River too?
1: Big river runs through Jacksonville. Yeah, that was great. What was it like parking? I mean, did you, I mean, you saw the stadium, you you can eyeball it. Had you reserved parking? Did you have to find parking on the street? Was it like Denver at all or different? Uh, A lot different. Well, a lot of the, like, lots you can park in because you needed some kind of pass, which I didn't know
0: about. And We ended up parking in a garage, which is funny because after the game, you know, your iPhone is like, oh, your parked car is here, right? And my phone was dying. And Emma was like, yeah, we're going here. This is where my phone is saying we parked our car because we're unfamiliar with with the city. And what happened was we walked about 20 minutes the wrong way. And my phone's dying. And I was like, we're not going to find our car. I don't know where the hell I am. So luckily at 1%, I had a marked, you know, where the car was, being smart one, and we found the car. But I was so pumped up walking, Everyone was just yelling "Duval!" <laughs> Duval. Jaguars, Jaguars fans were just um, giving Colts fans the business. They were saying <laughs> a lot, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff was going on.
1: What is what was it like to step out of the car when you're going to the stadium? Did you feel nervous, excited? Were you guys on time? Were you running late? We. Pretty much parked and started walking about 30 minutes
0: before kickoff. I always freak out because I'm like, all right, we got to get in. Like, we got to get in. I'm not missing a play. I'm not missing anything. Mm-hmm. And NFL games are pretty – they're on time. But they say they're going to start at 1 o'clock on the East Coast, and they're going to start at 1 o'clock kickoff, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And walk was about 10, 15 minutes. We got in pretty fast. It looked like there was a lot of people there, but I don't think there was actually that many. I never mm-hmm. checked the actual attendance mm-hmm. for the game. But I mean, everyone's pretty spread out. People were, were wearing masks and, and they gave out free masks. As I told you, I grabbed you
1: one. Dude, I'm so happy. I can't wait to wear it around Denver. I know. It's a nice mask too, actually. <laughs> i was surprised. i was surprised. Yeah, it better so, be. All right. Yeah. So hmm, now did you remember the tailgating was like highly discouraged. Did you get a sense there was tailgating?
0: Uh it was like, you know, like tailgating as in one person in their car, just blasting music and drinking and stuff. More of that kind of thing, but not like your typical tailgating.
1: Okay. Yeah. I would say uh, yeah, I guess Denver Denver looks pretty legit when we went to the Broncos Jaguars game last year. Um oh, I, went to, I went to like two or three Cowboys games um the season before that at home and they in uh, Arlington, Texas. You you walk for like like, two or three miles, and it's just constant barbecues. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> People taunting. I mean, I'm like a Cowboys fan as a kid, right? But, but right. of course, Jaguars are my true loyalty. So I was, like, walking the gauntlet in this Ngakwe jersey, and Cowboys fans were like, here, kitty, 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 kitty. Here, <laughs> kitty, 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 kitty. That is funny. Also, Jacksonville downtown, what was your, what was your feeling? Sorry, I, I just want to, like, you know, take this whole thing in, because I, I haven't been back G- to Jacksonville. Good feel, yeah and maybe 15 years. And I have these like semi-adult memories. I mean, I was like a teenager or whatever, but then I've got these like kids memories from like the late 90s of, you know, my dad driving me across some random older bridge into the downtown area. And you can smell like Folgers coffee everywhere or something. And the downtown's weird because it's like, it's not huge compared to other downtowns, but it still feels really industrial and gritty in parts this is your first time in Jacksonville. It's not just a Jaguars game, also Jacksonville. How did that, how did the downtown feel? Did it feel any different than any other downtown you've been in?
0: Yeah. You know, a little, yeah. Like you said, it's not as big as some of these bigger cities, but really, I, I mean, it seemed like a nice place. I know, I didn't get, you know, hours and hours to like, kind of, you know, roam the place or anything. We basically got there an hour before the game or so. Found park and stuff, but you know, we were driving through and stuff and, seeing so basically i just got to see from the car i wanted to stay the night and stuff there's just so much going on in this trip so just going to the game was enough for me and it was well worth it too obviously
1: but i mean i got a i got a good feeling from the whole place really that's awesome um i'm I'm gonna propose we set up a GoFundMe to send a set to every home jaguars game because so far we're one and oh doing we are one and oh If you don't don't mind being sponsored, we'll just put you on a plane to Jacksonville, like every other Sunday.
0: I think I'd be okay with that. If we can get (laughs) that done,
1: I'll do it. Nice. So you got in and you go to your seats. um, And I, I saw your snaps. I mean, the place looked, it looked fairly empty. Like it looked more distance than I would have even assumed for being distance. It's a big stadium. It's all outdoors. So you have that whole feeling of open space. But it looked like pretty legitimately spaced out. Is that how, would you agree with that? Like, how did it feel to get to your seats and then like not have people breathing down your neck? Oh, absolutely. It was, basically it was two people per
0: row. Almost in a sense. Yeah. So like, you know, there's two people in my row, but then there'd be like a row back that's empty. And then the next row would have people in it. And then you couldn't scoot up because I was thinking, you know what? I'm not about to go grab me a seat down here, right? Mm -hmm. But you couldn't because it had a like, I don't know exactly what they're called, like, like zip ties, basically. Like Ugh. holding the seats up so like you can't sit anywhere else. So they did a good job about that. Or else I would have scooted up because I was like, this whole damn, stadium's empty, you know?
1: Oh, that's huge. So. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Even watching the Chiefs game last week, I'm just like thinking, okay, if I was there, I mean, I have this habit. No matter where I get tickets, I like to move around <laughs> like, for the Right, time. yeah. Oh, yeah, me I did that <laughs> in Denver, right? In the Denver game, of course. Yeah, yeah you downgraded <laughs> for me. I, <laughs> hey, hey, anything for you is an upgrade, man. Aww. To be able to taunt so Broncos sweet. fans at the top <laughs> of your lungs is a unique experience. And that's when everything changed, too, in that Broncos game when you came up. Exactly. So we have to identify these rituals and make sure we, like, have them down to the T's so that we keep winning games. <laughs> Very true. Absolutely. I'll do anything for some Jaguars wins, too, so I'm down. <laughs> so you couldn't move. And so the, the, the seats were, were zip-tied. Wow. That's, yeah. that's really smart on their part. But yeah. one thing I'm surprised about is that, you know, we've been debating, we've been debating whether or not NFL stadiums, and particularly uh, TIA Bank, Jaguar Stadium, will even open for fans. And then there's this whole thing about, well, what about season ticket holders? Will they still have their seats or will they be able to be moved to other seats? And what about people that want to come to the game and it's only 25% capacity? And we thought, like, these games, I mean, if they are going to open, they would be selling out like that. I mean, you've got tickets the week of. Yeah, pretty easily, yeah.
0: Wow. Damn, and there maybe. were open seats still. There were open seats still. That were like wow. you know, that could have been occupied. Because those so those masks, they were sitting in like cup holders in every yeah. every available seat. So near the end of the game, we see one guy go just grab like five masks from a row. And yeah. people follow the lead. And I was like, shit, I'm gonna go do that. And I
1: want to grab five, six masks myself then. Love it. Love it, man. Very proud. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud. And the funny thing, I'm listening to all these other, you know, Jaguars podcasts. We've got Down by the Bank, uh, Duval Hot Takes. You know, people are talking about going or not going to this game, and you think you think it'd be a matter of just COVID risk. Then you're like, well, it's outdoors. Transmission is a lot less likely, especially if it's spaced out two people per row. I mean, come on, like, right? You know, it doesn't seem to be as risky as like a lot of other activities we engage in, but they would also mention the weather (laughs) and that these are like the notoriously humid, sunny, brutal games, but how did the weather feel?
0: Yeah. So I actually brought up to Emma, you know, we're both from Colorado and it it was pretty hot, even though it did rain like shortly before. And it was supposed to rain a little bit during the game, but it was cloudy and we got lucky because I was telling her usually week one games in Jacksonville, they have that thermometer up or, or the, you know, whatever the that tells temperature, and it's always like 95 degrees, just players sweating, sun beating down week one, you know, September in Jacksonville. Just really, really hot. And, I mean, it wasn't terrible. But for me, it was – I mean, it was pretty hot. And I'm moving around. I'm, I'm very, uh, yeah, active during the games. And I'm, like, running through the whole road, too, because the whole row's empty. So, I'm just – you know, when something good happens, got my hands up and running through the whole row.
1: Did you wind up high-fiving people?
0: I did. Oh, and I have a great story about the guy in front of me. He was you know, <laughs> two rows up. Just nice. a, one guy by himself. He's just hanging out. He's got his shoes off. He's like on the phone texting, just having a good time, you know? And James Robinson starts – that's his name, right? Yeah, James Robinson. <laughs> um, he starts, you know, he has a couple decent runs, and this guy is just getting extremely hype. I'm like, what's yeah. going on? And he turns around. And he said, "That's my cousin." And then he turns around, and we chat for a little bit. And he's like, "Yeah, that's my cousin right there." Oh. He's like, "And he's like, he's undrafted." I was like, "Oh, I know." I was like, "I know the story." Basically, he didn't even care about the outcome of the game. He just wanted. To, he was like, hand the ball off every single time.
1: Oh, he's. So, yeah, cousin.
0: he just wanted to see his cousin play football. So it was great, and I mean, he had a he had a pretty good day too, especially after that hurdle play. Me and him were just like, oh. Oh, my God. "Oh," and that's when. There was some high fiving going on between me and him, so wow, it had to happen. It had to happen. I didn't even care at that point. I was like, all right.
1: Apparently Gardner Minshew couldn't even believe that hurdle. He's talking about. He's like, what? What the hell? Who the hell is this guy? (laughs) And he's (laughs) been been training with. Who the hell is that guy? (laughs) Goodness gracious. This is a great segue into the gameplay. Then Uh, James Robinson, pretty much from the get go, was lighting the Colts defense up for these long runs, five yards. 10 yards. Um I think earlier early ishan he had that like nice 12-yarder that was called back on a face mask on uh Brandon Linder I believe. Yeah, yeah, insane. Mm-hmm. Um we can talk about that. That's one thing I, I still was a little nervous with. It, it remind, that one and then the DJ Hayden uh I don't know, I can't remember if it was like an illegal block or like a uh, yep, grabbing the guy's collarbone or something that came down that that negated uh Chaison's, uh interception later on.
0: Interception mm-hmm. and God. Oh man, I want it. Yeah. and you know, DJ Hayden had a really bad game. He's one player that mm-hmm. stood out to me. He just, it did not look good. I wanted to like rewatch the game because I was like, mm-hmm. first, first thought I was like, he's not playing well. And he's a good player, a player that I trust on defense.
1: Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he did not have a good day. One of the worst times of commentary was, uh, I can't remember which, which uh, host said it on TV, but they were like with CJ Henderson out. I think CJ Henderson went to like a concussion protocol. Deep into the game, this is maybe early fourth quarter or something. They said okay. now we have DJ Henderson, uh, DJ Hayden. Sorry, not DJ. Hayden. DJ. Okay, every every. Oh my God! All of our starting cornerbacks' names start with H. Herndon, hey, Sam, Henderson, hey, Hayden. <laughs> wow! Look at that. <laughs> DJ Hayden is now is now covering Ty uh, Hilton. Not covering the Colts' number one receiver. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you looked down at the field, and it wasn't the case. He totally mixed him up with Chris Claybrooks, who then he right. came in kind of like after Claybrooks made a tackle or something. He was like, oh, by the way, oh, Chris Claybrooks is in now. That's a huge story right there. That guy is, what was like seventh-round rookie? Yeah. We, weren't, we weren't just having our number one or, or two picks, like from the first round coming up. Big Every, everyone everyone Anyways, was playing. All the, the young board, guys played. Across the yeah. board. So James Robinson, back to James Robinson then. I mean, I feel like watching on TV, my take was early start on offense wasn't bad. We were getting first downs, which if you recall the Blake Bortles era, first downs wouldn't usually come <laughs> until the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, so the feeling that you had at least some firepower there was nice. But defense, holy God, man. How would you react to that defense? Oh, my
0: God. In the beginning, I, I kept turning to Emma because, you know, she just, she's not – a football watcher like that. I was like, this is the same shit every year, isn't it? Like, goodness, yeah. everyone's just running down our throats, just easy throws. That that out route was killing us early. I was like, goodness gracious, can someone cover anybody? Are, I was like, are we going to get a stop? Because they just ran, like, you know, went down yeah. the field so quickly in the first possession. I was like, oh, we lost. It's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and But momentum's a funny thing. And, I mean, the big momentum play was – I already knew this. I, I was even explaining to my girlfriend right next to me. I was like, this coach, he's known for going for it on fourth down a lot. You know, he takes a chance. And I don't know where they were on the field, but they were in scoring position, and they went for a fourth and one where they got stuffed. And that's when we got the ball back. It was a huge mm-hmm. play. Kept that it at 7-0. Enormous.
1: Yeah, up until that point, I was in kind of like Jaguars depression. Like, okay, <laughs> this season's already a wash. It's gone. A wash. Uh, pun very much intended when they had that stop. I, I literally looked up from like texting I and mean, that's how bad it was I wasn't even I was barely watching I'm like <laughs> Stopped them on fourth down in the red zone, Wait, isn't this this is huge, right? This is like Mathematically amazing. It's big. Yeah. Yeah, I was just grasping it I, I, So <laughs> if I if we can return for a second to this back to the first quarter here, I, <laughs> I Texted you. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, I was just telling you how I had subscribed to game pass with an India right. VPN, which gets you, like, the lowest uh, <laughs> price for Game Pass, like, live streaming games. And you have to do the international version, uh-huh. um, which is what I had, like, in Saudi Arabia, like, in the UK and stuff, to where you can watch live. Otherwise, Game Pass in the United States is just a way to replay. And you have to subscribe to NFL Sunday Ticket, which Correct, yeah. uh, is terrible. And expensive, yeah. And expensive. And you texted <laughs> me, text me, like, a few minutes later after the game has started, we suck. <laughs> 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 your, your next text was... What a waste. <laughs> then I, I, I like chipped in. I was like, yeah, announcer just said Colts just drove it right down Jacksonville's throat. And you're like, yeah, LMAO, I'm dead. This defense is ass, dude. <laughs> so, so where did it turn? Do you, was it that fourth down hole? I mean. It was. Okay. It was. It was the, the, the stop. It, it was big. Yeah.
0: Because I was still worried. I was like, are we going to be able to move, to move the ball down the field? And Which we did. And I felt comfortable with the offense. And I thought Jay Gruden just called a beautiful game.
1: Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm.
0: play calling was tremendous. And it wasn't predictable, which has been our problem for years. Great play calling. And, of course, you know, Gardner Minshew. I didn't even realize that he only had one incompletion until they, like, showed it on the board. I'm like, damn, yeah, the ball hasn't even hit the floor, man. Same. He, he played great. He oh. – He really did play great. And he, like I said, he's playing with that chip on his shoulder. I also kept thinking about what you said uh, last week. You said, if we're going to win, it's going to have to be one of those games where we force, you know, a couple of those turnovers and Mm -hmm. let that momentum, you know, roll us into something. And that's exactly what happened with that
1: CJ Henderson pick. I think that's another play that really changed everything. Game changer. Definitely. Game changer. And that one's big on a philosophical level, man. That was big because we got this first round pick that in our, in our memories, it's this dude looking like he's crying, being picked by the Jaguars first round. And if you remember, like, the ESPN draft coverage was, wasn't, wasn't really live-live. It was, like, delayed by, like, five minutes or something. So when they would right. announce a player being drafted, he was still waiting with his family on the couch. Yeah, like, yeah, Like, Jags picked CJ Henderson. And this video of this dude just, like, chilling on the couch, no emotion, because he hadn't been drafted yet. And and right. <laughs> you look at his brother like checking his phone like, <laughs> so we had this impression that oh my god this guy is maybe a little bit embarrassed to come to Jacksonville maybe it's like <laughs> a, kind of a tall task to replace Jalen Ramsey and you may not be too excited for it. You see him come up with an early interception changes that story uh, in a heartbeat, man. That wasn't just the only play. The dude played just excellent the whole game.
0: Yeah, he was oh, yeah. he was great. He was, he was insane. really insane.
1: I think one of the biggest ones was, uh, it was like a tackle short of a first down late in the game as well. And we have been nervous that CJ Henderson's tackling and tackle. engagement was his biggest weakness. Mm-hmm. That and, was epic. Yeah. The, the tackle was great. It was a solo tackle. Yeah. Stopped
0: him in his tracks.
1: I mean, I'm not all, Whew. I'm not about like judging people based on a first impression or whatever sometimes, but I mean, this is, he, he looks good. It's the ideal start for him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when he, when he made that interception, man, I just was screaming, f*** Jalen Ramsey. I don't know why, but I just kind of came out. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the tackling, not the interception, just the pass coverage. It was great.
1: He mm-hmm. was great. To the feeling where when he goes out for concussion protocol later on, you already have that nervous feeling in your gut that, oh, wow, we just lost our top corner. Right. I, I wouldn't have had that feeling if, if he had been like a healthy scratch or, you know what I'm saying? Or injured going into the game. I'd be like, oh, okay. Right. So, uh, I guess we'll see what he has like later in the season. But now I've already yeah. got that attachment to him. Like, okay, this guy's got the receivers on lock right here. So we can't afford to lose him. Great. I, I, yeah. I was like, luckily right about interceptions. Two should have been three. Really sucks that uh was taken away. And I think Chaseon actually visibly didn't really stand out watching on TV. Yeah, and he didn't. But Josh Allen did. Josh Allen definitely did. Josh Allen was out for a bit as well, which I was a little nervous. Yeah,
0: about. I got scared when that happened. I was like, oh, no. You couldn't see the player that was on the ground either, like from where I was at. So I was like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? And I saw the 41. I was like, oh, no, not him. He, he seems like he's, like, stepped up to maybe you want to take a leadership role with this defense. That's what it seems
1: like to me. I was about to say the same thing. He has this presence of a veteran <laughs> right now. He does. He does. I love it. And he's
0: happy to be here, you know, with yeah. all these people talking all this crap. He was just like, hey, I'm happy to be here. I'm going to do what it takes, you know, to make this team better and make myself better. I, I love it, man. I, I respect what he's doing out there. He was really hyped, too. He's throwing people his towel. Even when he got hurt, he threw somebody his towel in the, oh, in the crowd. Man. He's hyping up the, you know, the crowd, all 500 people that are there on third down, <laughs> you know. I was really impressed. And another player that really stood out to me on defense was Miles Jack. Yeah. He played amazing. Mm-hmm. He was great. He had one, one penalty, which I don't even think was a penalty. It was on, uh, like, a running back, uh-huh. like, wheel route. And it was right after he had drawn uh, on Sportsman, like, on Paris Campbell. Ooh. For a taunting, like a taunting penalty. And he put mm-hmm. his hands up and he walked away, which was just a mature play by him. And, of course, he gets a penalty in the next play and they get a first down. But still, I thought he played really well. He had our lone sack. He stood out. You could see him everywhere.
1: He, uh, also, when Gardner Minshew was giving like the post-game speech in the locker room, <clears throat> which the Jaguars very cleverly censored, <laughs> Miles Jack is right behind him. And you can sense the cohesion there. You can sense the, the unity and the passion, which yeah. is a great thing. Um, and for all that we make fun of the front office, they've got, they do have a group of Boy Scouts <laughs> that are ready to go out swinging now. So fun to watch, really, 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 really fun to watch. Love, love to dissect it. I was wrong. On some things, on a lot of things, and I'm very, I'm so happy I was wrong about them. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, said, you it's know, a good get, time some, to be wrong. get some interceptions, you know, change the pace of the game, get in Philip Rivers' head, fine. Uh, what I didn't think we would be able to do is keep like matching score, like staying in the game. I thought we would exactly. get a little lucky, go up by a touchdown or two, and then kind of just uh, hold them off. But, but we I came back. Oh my God, dude. We came back with resilience. I mean, obviously, that fourth down stop in the first quarter was enormous. But beyond that, we, we just played a, a pretty solid game. And offensively, we have a fun team to watch. Uh, something like, I mean, from what I can see, like a threat here. We've got weapons, time. man. Yeah. Yeah. There's weapons.
0: Uh, Lavisca. So mm-hmm. one thing that stood out right away when the offense came on the field, I was like, there's been two receivers on the field damn near every play. It was mm-hmm. DJ Chark, which we expected, but LaVisca Chanel, which I did not expect him to be out yeah. there so often. And they used him. They used him how CU used him. They would they gave him a direct snap. They mm-hmm. were um, using, using him for like a decoy on uh, screenplays. That's how DJ Chark scored. They motioned him, mm-hmm. he used, a quick pu- used a quick pump fake, mm-hmm. and it opened up Chark in the end zone. And he, oh, man, he was great, man. I'm, things are looking up, especially after watching Jerry Judy on, monday night football the guy that i wanted mm. you know he, he he had a not the best night the our receiving core looks good man even colin johnson had a catch my boy remember yeah. i end up playing yeah he had a nice catch he had a backflip while Gardner gardener the ball <laughs> that was that? badass <laughs> that was badass he can play too i'm
1: telling you when he made that catch i didn't notice his height did that stand out could you see that yes he's huge <laughs> he's huge um, another thing we talked about Jay Gruden's play calling on offense um, and our receiving in general Gardner, of course, went 19 of 20 for like a, was 173 yards, three touchdowns, very reminiscent of some of his best performances last year, including when he came in for Nick Foles in week one against the chiefs and completed 22 of 25 passes. So this like really highly accurate performance um, takes care of the ball. The only thing today was, a, it was uh, on Sunday was a drop by LaVisca, but he was in heavy coverage. I can't remember if that was the play. There was some play where things like went wrong and they were talking about how like Rakiasin carried over to pressure and the play kind of broke down. I can't remember if it was that one or another one. It would almost have to be that incomplete pass because everything I, I was Yeah, I
0: was trying to think. I was thinking about <laughs> the deep, deep ball to Chark, but it was an incompletion because they called pass interference when Menchie oh, took the shot. Yeah, yeah down the sideline to Chark, which was, yeah. which was
1: a clear pass interference. So, um, And eventually when Keelan Cole scored and Cole was wide open. I mean, not even picked up, yeah. apparently this was like a tweaking of one of those earlier plays that hadn't worked out that well. But they just flipped the side of the field. And okay. there you have it. So there seemed to be a good awareness, a good balance of play calling. Um, I actually am a little hesitant to overreact to offensive coordinator performances, because we've seen this in the past, like DeFilippo comes on and we're like, he's a genius! <laughs> right? right exactly. Just because he's like yeah. different than Nathaniel Hackett or something, or even Nathaniel Hackett started, right? he's amazing look at his creativity right right yeah, yeah, yeah. if only the defense had this creativity yeah we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes of course yeah. the rest of the season but well anyway hey man I today I'm just mostly concerned with getting your reaction being at that game what else what else was there on your mind as you were watching
0: the game man I, I know I keep saying this and I, just, I know I said it about Gardner Minshew but like there's a lot of young guys out there that have that chip on their shoulder and it sounds so cliche, but, like, a lot of these guys never got a chance or they're undrafted. Robinson, Keelan Cole, and Keelan Cole got benched, and you never thought, you know, he might not ever see a play again. Yeah. And he got back in there last year, and he looks like he's going to be part of the offense this year. Mm-hmm. LaVisca, you already talked about, you know, he should have been drafted earlier. DJ Chark was not supposed to be, like, a, a big factor either, and he heard all the, all the chatter about mm-hmm. how bad this team was, and he stepped up saying, nah, we're, we're here to win. And Gardner is here to win as well. You know, Josh Allen, I think he still has a chip on his shoulder. I think even Miles Jack has a chip on his shoulder because after such a bad year, that's what happened. C.J. Henderson, they didn't think he was the best corner in the draft. They said he couldn't tackle. They said he couldn't do this. You know, he's going to this team. His career is over.
1: And I'm I'm guessing the moment you lost your voice was when Andrew Wingard <laughs> made that interception. Yes, and I kept yelling, "He's from Colorado!"
0: You know, <laughs> <laughs> <the> freaking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's from Arvada, man. That's so cool. They even brought it up on the screen. Hometown, Arvada, Colorado. It's cool <laughs> to see. It. That's a, That's another guy to chip on his shoulder, man. Like that's what I'm saying. It's it's guys like this, and they just want to they want to prove people wrong. But we got to see, you know, it can't, you can't have that chip on your shoulder for one game. You got you to come out and do this consistently. And you have another divisional game coming up. The Titans escaped a game, but they didn't play terrible. I mean, I'm worried about the defense on Sunday. Are they going to be able to stop Derrick Henry, or is it going to be a, a repeat, you know, of damn near every Jags-Titans game with Henry playing?
1: The Titans have been consistently ranked high. I would say they have to be overrated. Just knowing and hating the Titans, there's no way they can be a number seven, number five, even top ten NFL team. But I might, I might be wrong. I watched the Broncos game, uh, Broncos versus the Titans. Yeah, me um, too. I, think, I think you're right, though.
0: I think mm-hmm. they are a little overrated, just from what happened. I think Derrick Henry's a little overrated. He, he was neutralized on Monday night,
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, they won by field goal. I, I don't know what to expect for... This upcoming Sunday, what's your what's your feeling here?
0: I think if we stop the run, stay consistent on offense, and be aggressive and unpredictable, got to keep being aggressive. And I think you know, this, just just got to pump the team up a little bit, right? You're one and zero. You have another divisional game. It means a lot. If you go two and zero in the division, it's different than just being two and zero because we'll be two and zero and two and zero in the division. Then right after that, you go prime time to you know, play Miami. So imagine going 2-0
1: into a Thursday night game. It'd be huge for us. Enormous, yeah. And just like you mentioned, not just AFC, division. And the Jaguars <laughs> currently have the tiebreaker <laughs> after one week because they have a division victory. Divisional win, exactly. Back Back to those first impressions, like, you know, first steps, first starts, dude. This stuff goes a long way. Especially for a team like this. The confidence would it's – a, it's a huge deal going into this week two game. It's huge. What do you think is the biggest threat to the Jaguars' confidence right now? Maybe themselves, really. Right? I don't
0: think there's really anyone in the way. I mean, the critics aren't going to really get in their head. (laughs) Confidence is a funny thing, you know. They play well, confidence will come. But don't get too down on yourselves. Even if we end up losing on Sunday, you can't get down on yourselves. you got to keep going. It's it's a long season. So, I mean, they, they should be happy about a week one victory, though. Oh, I'm so, I was so happy. I was so proud of them. My whole trip was made. I was like, I don't even
1: care about anything. Dude. Awesome. Game wraps up. Where, where you, where'd you know that we had won? Where, where was the, where's that gut feeling?
0: Uh, the gut feeling was on fourth down when we got the ball back and kneeled the ball.
1: Okay, so <laughs> so you're you're uh, in it till the end there. Cardiac. Well, I cardiac mean, because I mean, they were driving down the field. At the That's end true. There, so. That's true. So the game ends. Did you did you high five people? I mean, were they were they were people within reach at that point? How is James Robinson's cousin? Y'all catch up after the game or?
0: Um, he basically dipped out right away. He you know he's very hype as well. I pretty much ran down uh, the road back and forth, just clapping my hands <laughs> and saying, "Let's." go for about five ten minutes until the stadium was pretty much empty and then i made my way out i was pretty tired from all the screaming i was doing (laughs)
1: some camera out there captured this (laughs) please (laughs) please send it to us but people around us are just sitting down and was like dude are these
0: people just here because they want to
1: be at a football game or what's going on everyone Everyone get hype over here. It's some family who like flew in from Denver, Colorado, and they're, they're watching you and they're like, oh, these local Jaguars fans are crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joke's on you, man. Really
0: happy about it. And I think um, I was telling Emma, I was like, it's a big deal that everyone keeps their masks on because people struggle to do so. Mm-hmm. One, one couple even left. It was a Colts fan and his girlfriend, they left
1: mm-hmm. because
0: they kept being told to put your mask back on, put your mask back on. And it was hard for me because I, I wore glasses Mm-hmm. Like it's that far and, you know, they steam up and stuff. So, you know, just keep your mask on because us being the only team on week one, they're going to, you know, judge it off of us. Like That's true. They're, they're going to get feedback and be like, okay, they did a good job. Everything went well. and went smooth. Let's maybe try this in other
1: stadiums. Right. And, and go from there. Well, those Colts fans may have been embarrassed if they had like Colts masks, you know, maybe at that point. <laughs> There's a lot of Colts fans. Shame. I said, it's been great to catch up with you, man. I'm so happy for you. This is a really cool experience, and we definitely got to start a GoFundMe to get you back to every Jaguars <laughs> game.
0: <laughs> Let's do it, all all
1: 100 listeners of ours. Actually, Pick every in. Jaguars game you've attended, have they won? Yes, they have so far. Oh, are you thinking what I'm thinking? This, go- this is a full season tour, man. <laughs> send me to every city. Are we play in Tennessee. Am I going to Music City? I, there's no fans allowed at the stadium. Oh, <laughs> but, but we can have you out there doing a one person tailgate. All right, to so everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. We are super excited to be receiving feedback from people on Twitter. Very encouraging. Thanks for following the, uh, <laughs> the, drunk, the drunken track, the junk, okay, junk, d- the, the, drunken, the drunken jaguar. You can follow us on Twitter at junkin'tragwire.com. I'm Bentley Brown at Wealth Brown.
0: And I am a sad at that. Youngest said, guys, we do this for you and for our Jags fans. We love the Jaguars. So keep listening and let's go 2 0, baby.
1: Yeah, let's go. Go, Jags. Let's go, let's go Jags. Woo! Let's go! Is... Let's go! Let's go!
0: Wow. They didn't give us a chance. <laughs>